Hello, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Deputy Editor. In our last episode of Cargo Facts Connect, we tease big news for 737 Next Generation Freighters. And the week surely didn't disappoint. We've reported on two 737-800 F-stories involving Express Air Cargo and West Atlantic. We did. Um, and interestingly, both of those 737-800 uh, freighters uh, currently belong to BlackRock. Uh, with Express Air Cargo in Tunisia, though, the carrier told us that it will be purchasing that 737, uh, adding to its two current 300 freighters. Um, Express Air Cargo also said that it intends to acquire another 800 in the next few months. So it's interesting with now seeing, um, you know, these 800 freighters are basically uh, expanding their their footprint around the world. Um, if we look at West Atlantic, um, the group already has three 737-800 BCFs, um, in three in Sweden and one in the UK. This will be the group's uh, first 737-800SF. And we had previously seen a photo of it in Swiftair's colors, but we got confirmation from West Atlantic that they will be placing it on the Swedish uh, certificate. And sure enough, now it's been, um, it is still in the Swiftair livery, but it has got West Atlantic um, titles on it as well. Um, so we'll see whether the the group continues to add more 800 SFs. We know uh, Swifter in Spain is also um, adding the BDSF type for DHL. It already has one, and I think we'll soon see a second one. And these are CMI aircraft for DHL, like I mentioned. Um, but as more and more of the 737-800s get converted, um, I'm sure we'll continue to see them joining new operators. Um, and just as a reminder, you know, the vast majority of these 800s currently being converted are all uh, with are all owned by lessors. Um, and just there's a very long list of lessors um, that are converting 800s. But just uh, as a brief reminder, we've got Aircap, obviously the largest, with around 70, 70 plus uh, 800 BCFs in total. Um, not all of them are converted yet, but the, the order book is at least 70 aircraft. We've got Aero Capital Solutions for 34 800 SFs. We've got BBAM, um, 30, 31, 800 BCFs. GA Telesis, 12, 800 SFs. BlackRock, 11, 800 SFs. Ice Lease, 11 BCFs. Uh, World Star Aviation, with at least 10 800 BDSFs and possibly 10 more, um, and Avia AM leasing uh, with at least 10 BCFs, and that's just a, you know the the top several, but there are more um, that we know of, and probably more that we don't know of yet. That's that's absolutely right. And so far in 2022, we've seen a number of new conversions and new operators. Take for example Bahrain-based Textilair. Uh, with their latest addition was the first 737-800 BCF for Textile, and it will be the first or any Middle Eastern operator for a 737-800 carrier. We have unit 29985. It's going to be joining a 1998 vintage 
uh, unit uh, 27459 and a 2004 vintage 737700 FC unit 30293 as well as a 2005 vintage 737-700FC, that's unit 34170, and then an older 1997 vintage 737-300F, unit 28200, which left the fleet after it came off lease in 2021. Texel has another 737-800BCF on the way as well. And speaking of first for regions, Chrono Aviation became the first 73800 SF operator in Canada. Chrono itself has an additional 737800 and a 737200 and has set up a new division just to focus on uh, cargo operations. Chrono Aviation also has a second 737800SF that will begin conversion later this year. And lastly, Georgia has a new uh, 737 Next Generator freighter that's going to be the third for the country uh, with a new carrier, Georgian Airlines. The startup confirmed it was leasing the 1999 vintage unit 28595, which was in previously in service with Air Italy. Um, it's a freshly converted 737800BCF owned by BBAM. That's right. And... We actually know of at least a couple more uh, new operators. Um, so, for example, we know that Copper Airlines in Panama uh, took delivery of the, the first um, of two 737-800-BCFs, and that aircraft rejoined the fleet um, at the end of 2021, but they have yet to begin um, actual commercial operations with that aircraft, but that will happen soon. We know, for example, in Canada again, we've got WestJet that will uh, soon take uh, the first of several 737-800-BCFs. We know, as we recently talked about in our story, Jeju Air in South Korea. We have got uh, possibly uh, another one in Africa uh, that soon will hope to bring you that story. And we've got um, another possibly new operator in the UK, um, or at least another new customer of 737-800s. Um, but we'll try and find out more on that story. It, it is quite a mystery in the UK, and I'm looking forward to hearing about it more. Um, and speaking of 737-800s, there's also, the distinct possibility that a few could change hands as a result of the conflict in Eastern Europe, which is further disrupting the cargo market. Take, for example, a few 737-BCFs that Volga Dnieper carrier Atran has in its fleet. Atran leases a fleet of six 737-BCFs from Aircap. S7, which launched their cargo operations with two 737 Next Generations leased from Aircap as well, um, may also fall uh, into predicaments with sanctions as a result of the conflict in Ukraine. Boeing suspended its support for operations in Russia, and the sanctions could potentially bring premature termination to lease agreements. It's currently unclear how, when, or even if repossession will take place, but lean us to say these are very dramatic disruptions. Right. And just on the topic of Russia, actually, we knew of uh, another carrier that expected to take 737BCFs uh, and to actually launch 
freighter operations with these uh, these aircraft, but uh, and that was Nordstar uh, Airlines. But um, sadly, these uh, BCFs were basically almost uh, on the brink of delivery to the airline. But um, that just as the sanctions kicked in, um, these will now no longer be heading to Russia and joining that airline. So uh, that's one of the side effects of um, of all this that's going on. But in other major news, at uh, the very end of last week, Ethiopian Airlines um, became the second known airline and customer to have committed to Boeing's new 777-8F with an MOU for five units. Um, and obviously this is good news for both Boeing and Ethiopian. Um, we know that Ethiopian had been hoping to expand its freighter fleet, actually both wide bodies and narrow bodies. They have nine triple sevens right now. They had ten, but but they lost one. Um, and it was interesting because we, Ethiopian had on the passenger side at least uh, has both triple sevens and uh, A three fifties. So they could potentially have gone for the Airbus's A three fifty freighter too. Um, but it now appears they have at least for now chosen the uh, 777-AF and with five obviously that's nothing compared to the the massive launch order that Qatar had um, but nevertheless it just shows the uh, this intense competition now between Airbus and Boeing and the large wide body space and I'm sure we'll continue and we look forward to seeing more of these uh, announcements as carriers around the world, uh, major combination carriers no less, um, start to think about their next steps in terms of uh, these large wide body freighters. With that, that's it for today. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out CargoFacts.com and search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time.